0: And welcome to Wiki Shuffle. I'm Jack. This is Chris. Hello. And this is Phil. Hello. It's nice to be back. It's nice. It I nice. missed you. Oh, that's so sweet. You haven't, have you?
2: I have. I have, genuinely, because I don't like doing the intro, so it's nice to have you
0: to do it instead. True. Okay, well, thank you very much to Ruth, who did a, an annoyingly good job of filling in for me. Yes. And thanks for all the dozens of letters and emails saying, come back, Jack, we miss you. That was <laughs> very much appreciated as well they send those to your personal email address? They, yeah, yeah okay. they did. And my uh, house. <laughs> so camping outside your house? No, well, only a couple of nights. So it's been a busy month, really. We had the whole Brexit thing. That that I've missed. Yeah, I haven't been able, able to discuss able that on the podcast. Um, but now Pokemon goes here, so I'm not really bothered about it anymore. I'm just focused on that. So, Priorities sorted. Wiki Shuffle. Yeah. What is that? Cur Phil.
2: WikiShuffle is the random article podcast where we press the random article button on Wikipedia and we
0: talk about whatever happens. Are Hold you... that thought, Phil, because I just want to pick a bone from last week. Now, you were a runner on Crime Watch, <laughs> which I was very interested to hear because I hadn't heard that story before. Uh, I've got maybe
2: two anecdotes left that haven't been on the podcast yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I look forward to hearing them. But I just wanted to bring up your best pal, Nick Ross. What, what, what was it you said? That he was absolutely the best guy in the world ever. And I think you I wanted described, to suck his toes. I, d-
2: I didn't say I wanted to suck his toes. I did describe
0: him as a consummate professional. Charming. And you said he was charming, and you said he was great, and he wouldn't be anything to do with any of that CD nasty BBC business. Oh, what have you found about... Well, there was a bit of controversy a few years ago about Nick Ross. It's 2013, June 3rd, 2013, that this article is um, on The Independent. And when I was listening to that episode, I thought, I'm sure I remember Nick Ross having a bit of controversy. So I did a Google, and um, I quote... This is Nick Ross, I'm quoting. We're all inquisitive. I had never seen, until I started working on crime Watch child pornography. I think if someone came to me and said, would you like to see what all the fuss is about? I'm sorry, I probably would say yes. That's a quote. He wants to see what the fuss is about, Phil. He also said this. We're very bad pickpockets in this country. We're incredibly good at car crime. It does seem that contact crimes of the sort people don't like, such as mugging, are specifically of some communities from the West Indies. Does that mean they're worse than us? No. Does that mean they're less moral than us? No. It just means they're not very good at pickpocketing. They do this sort of crime. How do you feel about that? Uneasy. He also said... <laughs> it, it seems like one of those statements that you could
2: just as easily not make. Nothing in the world has benefited from that statement having been made. You may as
0: well have just shut up, Nick. When he said this, he admitted that his comments might get him into hot water. Just days after he waded clumsily into the rape debate by comparing provocatively dressed women to a bank storing sacks of cash by a door. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Nick Ross is a cunt. Oh my goodness. Uh, he argues that many women do not report rape because they feel partly to blame because they have had sex unwillingly with boyfriends or while drunk. For them, rape isn't always rape, he writes. Her fellow TV presenter, Fern Britton, told The Mirror, the fact is that rape is rape. If you don't want it, but someone has done it against your wish, then it's a violation. Nick's a great guy, but he's not a woman. He's not somebody who has been invaded in a way, and he didn't wish to be invaded. But, I mean, he's not a great guy. He's obviously a dickhead. How do you feel? I feel perturbed. And you'd never heard, you'd you, no, you miss that whole thing. because
2: this is after we left Crime Watch mm-hmm. 2013. I think he left in 2007.
0: I don't know, I'm not on the Nick Ross paedophile fan board, so I don't know, Phil. It's disappointing. Sacks of cash, Phil. Sacks of cash.
2: Yeah, that's not that's not okay. That's
0: not in any way factually accurate or a well-constructed metaphor. And he would probably watch child porn, just to see what the fuss is about. So, um, yeah, sorry about that.
2: Oh, just going through the entire staff of Crime Watch one by one, character assassinating them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Who next? Maybe me and Kirsty Young. Oh, oh no! Leave Kirsty alone. Kirsty Young is. Kirstie. I was going to say
2: in the Crosshairs, but that's not appropriate with Jill Dando. No, but it's definitely not. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. Reg.
0: No, no, you can't leave that in. That's funny. <laughs> Phil, promise me you'll leave that in. I can't. That's, that's but, Well, can I say it then? No, no, no. Leave that in. That's funny. I'll see how it sounds. Oh, that's a no. Shall we do some wiki shuffling? Okay. And Except we're not wiki
2: shuffling. We're not, no. Because you have been away, and like on the last day of term you get to bring in your toys. Yes. And you weren't here for the last day of term, you just went off on your holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now you get to bring in your toys, and you're choosing our first article, Jack. Yes. <laughs> this Pokemon Go thing's a thing, isn't it?
0: Po- Pokemon Go is a thing, and not just a thing, but the thing—the
2: biggest thing that's possibly ever happened to humanity. I
0: mean, it's it's not good, and it's incredibly buggy, and you're lucky if you can get on for two hours a day without the servers crashing. But boy, do I love it! <laughs> I've spent a lot of time walking around catching Pokemons, driving around catching Pokemons, driving to parks and walking like a human. It's nuts.
2: In interacting with your fellow humans.
0: Oh, I've had pokey chats, pokey bants. I've met a pokey gimp who will not stop following me around. Every time I'm out, he's like, Hey, Team Mystic, let's go what, what team am I on? Instinct, yeah, that's the one.
2: I don't know. Don't mm. don't phrase Instinct. that as if as what? if you, this is something that you're sharing with the rest of the Wiki Shuffle team because I'm
1: afraid you're on your own. Team Instinct. What colour is that one? That's yellow. And which one and the other ones are bad.
0: The other one's uh scum absolute scum scum. so if you're listening to this and you haven't yet chosen a team remember yellow but you
2: just want all comers don't you You just want the best don't you want the cream I mean the the quality wiki shuffle listener they might not be very good pokemon trainers but I used the lingo right there felt like I used the lingo right there
0: yeah you did all right there Pokey so Gimp's you, a new one. Have you seen a Pokemon before? Have you heard of Pikachu? We've talked about Pokemon I know, on the podcast had nine, before. We have the, the lovely drawing of Ninetales. It's very sexy we, on a wall that I'm looking at right now and getting okay. a little bit moist.
2: We talked about it before, and I was a bit too old when Pokemon came out because it came out in, like, 95,
0: 96. Uh, so yeah, I'd have even been, later than that for UK. Think, yeah, so I'd have
2: been sort of in my late teens then, and I, I wasn't into that. It yeah. well, wasn't, uh, wasn't really for me. And that's
0: fine. Okay, well, as I'm back... I'm choosing an article. But I've chosen a Pokemon that I feel is likely to have a controversy section within its article. Try to make it Wiki Shuffle applicable. And I think I think it might just do okay. Please can you tell us about
1: the Pokemon Jinx? Jinx with a J. <laughs> you mean with a Y? <laughs> yeah, with a Y. <laughs> it's a like, hot day. It's a hot day. <laughs> Oh, Jinx with a J. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's like the other one. Jinx, J Y
2: N X. You're right, Chris. <laughs> you're right you're, with your spellings there. Yeah, got it. J Y N X. J Y N X. It's interesting because there's none of your traditional vowels in. No, it's unusual. Is, is that the controversy?
0: Yeah, Phil. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the world operates on your level. <laughs>
2: imagine if they did. Sort of beautiful world it would be. Mm. I mean, dull as you like, but it would be beautiful. <laughs> Jinx, known in Japan as rugula is a Pokemon species in Nintendo and Game Freak's Pokemon franchise. Created by Ken Sugimori, Jinx first appeared in the video games Pokemon Red and Blue, and subsequent sequels later appearing in various merchandise, spin-off titles or animated and printed adaptations of the franchise. The character is voiced in Japanese by Mayumi Tanaka and by Rachel Lillis in English. So far, so uncontroversial.
0: Yes, but what were your first thoughts when you saw the picture of Jinx, Phil? My
2: first reaction was tits,
0: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> is the first thing that I said. Um, okay, I'd be interested to see what you would think if the colour of her skin was not purple, but black, as it was originally. Oh, hmm, not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> Please
2: continue. Oh. Jinx's design and humanoid appearance have been heavily criticised by Western media, most notably by cultural critic Carol Boston Weatherford, who described Jinx as representing blackface after seeing the character's depiction in the anime. Due to complaints, Game Freak modified its appearance by changing the original colour of its face from black to the current colour purple. Criticisms from 1up.com and similar sources
1: have persisted. See, I've noticed it's wearing, it's wearing clothes. That's not a feature of... Pokemon normally and it's got a nice Rachel haircut that doesn't it happen does with have Pokemon. a Rachel haircut mm.
0: doesn't it but, but
2: very
1: blonde why are some of them not like Pokemon's them were being not? created in the late
2: 90s then it does make sense that it
0: would have
1: a Rachel yeah but you don't see a Pikachu in like joggers Pikachu's a, like a cat
0: there is a there's detective Pikachu now and he wears a, like a Sherlock Holmes cat. It's, it's got
1: very confusing the Pokemon lore I think there's a point when I went I don't know if I can still I can still play this because it's too far it's just I, I can't catch up now
0: the first generation, the first 151 yeah. Pokemon. It was just like, that's oh, just too much, isn't it? And then I, I forgot about Pokemon for years and years, and then Pokemon Go came out, and then I remembered. Mm. And I remembered hard.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see. So Jinx is number 124 in between Skyther and Electabuzz.
0: Mm, yes.
2: I knew that. Jinx was one of 151 designs conceived by Game Freak's character development team and finalised by Ken Sugimori for the first generation of Pocket Monsters games, Red and Green, which were localised outside Japan as Pokemon Red and Blue. Confusing, but it's like when you've got wiring, and the wiring in different countries isn't quite the same. Mm-hmm. So green is it's Earth in, in the UK. Blue is neutral. I imagine this is how they chose the name of the colours that they went for in Pokemon, according to plug wirings.
0: I'm pretty sure that is what happened, yeah. I imagine so.
2: Did you know ECG lead wire colours aren't standardized
1: internationally? That's not a good idea, is it? Oh, I know that too. I work in the same place.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'd rather talk about Pokemon than <laughs> fair enough.
1: We'll save our ECG chat for that podcast. Uh, we will.
0: Yeah. yeah, do your own little ECG podcast. <laughs> Goodnight Sweetheart podcast and Goodnight Sweetcast you mean it's coming along swimmingly is and it? we've got a release date now. Have you when is Goodnight Sweetcast the first ever and best ever Goodnight Sweetheart podcast being released? It will be released on the August bank holiday Monday the 29th of August. That's perfect because I've got the day off because it's a bank holiday so I'll listen nine times whilst mm. bathing. It's not really how we want people
1: to consume it if I'm honest. I well, I don't know. That's the best place to feed your nostalgia in the bath. I always feed my nostalgia in the bath. <laughs> Is that what you think about Brookside? That's I think about Brookside. Old biscuits. I oh, remember. Like what? What's your favourite
0: old biscuit? Uh, a trio. I oh, thought trio. I, trio loved... I had a trio well. the other day. Oh, they're, they're back. they Probably because I'm wow. my Pokemon. bath nostalgia. Less, wow. less Pokemon. You're okay. back. <laughs> You're back,
2: and the podcast has descended into everything I hate again. <laughs> 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 uh, love it. Originally called Ruzula in Japanese, Nintendo decided to give the various Pokemon species clever and descriptive names related to their appearance or features when translating the game for Western audiences as a means to make the characters more relatable to American children. As a result, they were named Jinx. a
0: play on the word Jinx. Clever, see? Both clever and relatable. Mm. And descriptive.
2: Also known as the human-shaped Pokemon... It's not quite as poetic, that one. No. Jinx is a female-only species that resembles the Japanese mythical creatures Yamuaba and Yuki Onna. Originally portrayed with a black face and hands, Jinx's design was changed to purple coloration after critiques that it perpetuated racism. In addition, Jinx have large pink lips, saucer-like eyes, white arms and long blonde Rachel hair. Mm -hmm. I I added the word Rachel there. The clothes they appear to wear are actually part of their body, resembling a circular red bra and skirt. Jinx have no visible feet, and in the games leave no footprints. Jinx has a pre-evolution, Smoochum, which evolves into Jinx when it receives enough experience from battles. Smoochum doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. Mm. It's just listed in as other Pokemon.
0: So, Phil, I'd just like to show you this picture of jinx in its original black form and see what you make of it i mean it is instantly um offensive really isn't it i it's very much it very much looks like a a gross caricature of a black person
2: it's a it's a wobbly line isn't it that we have to tread (laughs) to uh, it's people don't appreciate how hard it is to be a white man there's so many toes to not tread on
0: and at the same time, so many different issues and causes that we have to get behind exactly. in our roles as, you know, the social justice warriors that we are, I, I, um, to try and make sure everyone is... Everyone's is, happy. So we well, not, are not just that, but responsible but for their happiness. Yeah, and that we're being seen... They're not capable. That we're being seen to care. That's the important thing, to get that across. We do care about all of the issues.
2: But most of all, we care about being seen to care.
0: Well, yeah, that is the main I mean, one. Okay, good. Yeah.
2: Kids. yeah. Jinx Pokemon walk in a dance-like fashion, wiggling their hips in a manner described by Nintendo as seductive. Mm-hmm. We've already established what the sexiest Pokemon is, and Jinx didn't even get a look in.
0: Nine Tails. And Snorlax, I believe, was the one that I was... <laughs> well, I have to... a story about Snorlax, Phil. Okay, go on. Um, some younger boys in the park the other day called me a Snorlax. LAUGHTER <laughs> ah. They throw your Pokeballs at
1: you. No. So they held See, like,
0: everyone just laughs when I say that because there's obviously some truth to it. If, if that was not true, everyone would just go, oh, Jack, don't worry. That's not true, mate. No one has said that so far whenever we'll I've told them You do
1: realise you're mean to everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, I'm not mean to just strangers. I may no, have been okay. when I was younger, perhaps. <laughs> I just sort of looked at them and went, oh, come on, guys. There's no need for that. And then I just went home. Well, no, I didn't. I went to McDonald's and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> and wallowed Perpetuating for Perpetuating the sadness. indeed.
2: Just call them
0: jigglypuffs in return. No, because they will probably say, oh, your moobs are jigglypuffs, mate. And then I'll cry more and I'll get more McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spiral of decline. Isn't it? That's how Snorlax has got where he got. Hey, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be blocking roads soon enough. Is that what Snorlax? With their is? mess, yeah. But we're talking about jinx.
2: Jinx uses dancing to communicate with the exact rhythm relying on its emotion at the
0: time.
1: Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. That's how you communicate. First I try to. Almost.
0: You've done a lot of dancing any time. Do you a enjoy a dance? I
1: enjoy a dance. I enjoy your wedding dance more than any yeah, other dance. Chris, yeah, is. Well.
0: Chris is a, a proper oh. wedding
1: man. I prefer I a, f- a, a good funeral.
2: Good funeral boogie. Reading on, the parallels continue. The dance affects people, mm-hmm. causing them themselves to dance with no regard to their actions. Mm-hmm. I know is... all about that. Uh-huh. Jinx speak in a language that only other jinx can understand, though the sound is described as similar to human speech. Jinx are psychic and can attack either by kissing an opponent or by launching strange orbs at them. That's another one of my traits. (laughs) And can protect themselves with a psychically generated barrier. Jinx's appearance and design have received criticisms in various publications. Children's book author and cultural critic Carol Boston Weatherford published an article in the Greensboro News Record alleging that Jinx's design bore a striking resemblance to blackface actors, an image considered racist against black people, and further described the Pokemon as a dead ringer for an obese drag queen. She further attacked the Pokemon in the magazine Advertising Age, comparing it to Little Black Sambo, and suggesting its name as also a possibly derogatory remark towards blacks relating to voodoo.
0: Oh, I hadn't thought of that.
2: Since then, the Jim Crow Museum at Ferris State University has listed Jinx as an example of racism in modern material. In response, Game Freak modified Jinx's design in localized versions of the games, a change which would several years later be reflected in the Japanese versions of the games and the anime series. In addition, episodes featuring the older Jinx design were censored or completely removed from televised syndication by Warner Brothers. Criticisms still persist, such as one com, which, in an article discussing the lamest Pokemon of the series, referred to it as the infamous Blackface Pokemon.
0: Phil, have you ever done Blackface? Because you're from a time when that was considered acceptable. I never have. No.
2: I wrote my um, university dissertation on the Black and White Minstrel Show, though. Do you know this? About this?
0: Mm-hmm. I might have done, but I probably forgot it because it's boring. Fair enough. Being an asshole for no reason. <laughs> I rewatched all of Shooting Stars recently, and the amount of blackface that Reeves and Mortimer use is highly alarming, <laughs> even in their two thousands episodes. That's um, and the sexism in it is pretty appalling as well, and it just made me feel a bit sad. Oh dear, they do a lot of blackface. Still... They dress up as Otis Redding and Marvin Gaye. Yeah, it's, it's not okay, is it? No, not. The thing
2: is, I'd like it to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not because not because I, I really want to take the mickey out of black people, but because it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Because there shouldn't be a background where it is an offensive thing because it is just a feature of a person that you're impersonating. In and of itself, that isn't and shouldn't be offensive, but it's got obviously that much baggage with it
0: that that can't be done and that yeah. isn't all right. So I what, appreciate what those rules. What, what you're trying to say is basically you you think black people should get over it in a roundabout way
2: no a little bit no you've phrased it weird Mm, okay what you've done is you've phrased it weird and you've put words in my mouth
1: Mm. you're dealing with
0: this a lot better than Negros. this interview thanks what's your (laughs) views on um, on child porn you're not tempted to see what the fuss is about no I can imagine what the fuss is? Oh, oh no. you? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I get it. You can imagine it, so you don't need the actual material because you can just you can get off while imagining it.
2: Ruth, come back, mm. Ruth. We miss you so. <laughs> I've
0: never met Ruth. No, yeah. I feel like I know her now. Oh, that's good. She's never about you either. Uh, yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? Going back to blackface. Yes. There
2: are still ways that it can be explored interestingly. I think that the way that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia approaches the subject is sufficiently satirical to let them get away with it. Mm -hmm. And I think the way that Robert Downey Jr. um... Uh Oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, thank you where he was playing a black character and therefore had his entire body tattooed black, uh, had got sufficient things to say about what blackface mm. is and what it means. So you can do it, but you've got to have an angle. And a dancing Pokemon is not a sufficient angle.
0: <laughs> no, I'd say it's not. No,
2: <laughs> In my opinion.
0: IGN also
2: criticised the design characterising Jinx as a transvestite midget in racially offensive makeup. <laughs> That's <a> sentence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't be around the bush. No. Game Daily ranked it first on their list of the top ten weirdest looking Pokemon. And you really have to be weird looking to make the top of that list. Yeah. Have you ever seen Pokemon? They're, They're a strange bunch. Uh huh. One of them that I caught the other day looks like an ang- angry clitoris. You've you've named all your
2: Pokemon as you've caught them. Oh yeah, you? you've got to name them. Would you like to regale us with some of the names that you've given your Pokemon? There's
0: a, a crab who has a one really big hand and one really small hand. I've named him Jeremy Beadle. Uh, there's a Licky Tongue. I've named Jay Goody. Just try to be offensive. I've got a horse. I've named Lovely Horse in a tribute to um, Father Ted. There's a big rat called Theresa May. Oh, and there's that Pidgeot, which has the hair of Ian Watkins' baby rapist. So I named it Ian Watkins. Not out of steps, the yeah, other one. <gasps>
2: What's happened? Is there a Pokemon on my head? No,
0: I can get a Pokestop from where I'm sat. Oh my god, this is news. Listeners, I can get a Pokestop from Shuffle HQ. Great. I've just left a little pause there for them to react.
2: Yeah, that's what they're doing. Their reaction, unfortunately, is skipping this episode.
0: So what what does that mean? Pokestops. Um, you, you visit them, they're, they're landmarks, such as the fountain over the road, and you spin the little Pokestop sign and you replenish your equipment, such as your Pokeballs... Your potions, you know that kind of stuff. The kind of stuff you'd get larping.
2: The difference is that I don't larp. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, the crucial element of difference here. So that's great. There's a Pokéstop within reach of the Wiki Shuffle Studio because we didn't have a problem of you not paying enough attention before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's okay. It's just once every five minutes you have to spin it, so it's cool. Great. Remind me in five minutes, yeah.
2: Sure. As we turn this into news, you can tell us what you get with each you spin. Can, I mean, you can,
0: get, you can get revives that bring your Pokemon back to life. You can get eggs, which you then have to walk to make them hatch. You so know, what did you get? On, what did you get on that spin? Uh, I just got three standard Pokeballs and one Great Ball. Uh, were you happy about that? I mean, there's no expression on your face uh, you as know, usual. I've, I've visited about 400 Pokestops over the last few weeks. You know, it's kind of just standard at this point. It's just a part of everyday life. Baldwin Street.
2: Some kind of Coronation Street spin-off. Oh, Mike. That's as much as I know about Coronation Street, so thankfully that isn't what it is. Baldwin Street in Dunedin... New Zealand is the world's steepest residential street, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. It is located in the residential suburb of North East Valley, three and a half kilometres northeast of Dunedin's
0: city centre. It's a big hill. Excellent insight, Chris. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. You are. That is exactly what you're here for.
1: A
2: short, straight street. It's harder to say than I thought it was going to be. A short, straight street. A little under 350 metres long, Baldwin Street runs east from the valley of the Lindsay Creek, up the side of Signal Hill towards a poho, rising from 30 metres above sea level, its junction with North Road, to 100 metres above sea level at the top. So, in 350 metres, it rises 70 metres. Hmm. That doesn't sound like that much, that every metre you go along, you're going up a third of a metre. But then you look at it and there's a picture. It That's looks pretty steep. steep. That's yeah. steep, yeah. that is. The street's steepness was unintentional. As with many other parts of early Dunedin, and indeed all of New Zealand, streets were laid out in a grid pattern with no consideration for terrain, usually by planners in London. <laughs> Hooray! The street is the venue for an annual event in Dunedin, The Baldwin Street Gut Buster. Hmm. Every summer since 1988, the exercise in fitness and balance involves athletes running from the base of the street to the top and back down again. The event attracts several hundred competitors annually, and the race record is 1 minute and 56 seconds. Since 2002, a further charity event has been held annually in July, which involves the rolling of over 30,000 Jaffas... So a Jaffa cake. Why aren't they calling them Jaffa cakes? Why aren't they calling them by their names? (laughs) Each Jaffa is sponsored by one person with prizes to the winner and funds raised going to charity. They've not described this well. I think I understand what's happening, but not through this They're rolling Jaffa cakes down a hill. And then whichever one gets furthest wins a prize. That's awesome. 30,000 Jaffa cakes. I like Jaffa cakes. Thoughts? Everybody likes Jaffa cakes.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Well, sort of. I'm not a cake person, but I'll... Yeah. Good chat.
2: (laughs) This event follows a tradition started in 1998 where 2,000 tennis balls were released in a sponsored event raising money for Habitat for Humanity. Well, all the tennis balls are just going to make it to the bottom, aren't they? Well, thats
0: I mean, it would be good to watch. I think that's where Sony got the idea for I was that. just about mm. to say that, the Jose Gonzalez cover of Heartbeats. It's a good advert, that. Can't fault it, really, can you?
2: I wasn't faulting it. I'm suggesting it may have been plagiarised from the people of New Zealand, but... I doubt that. Now, in March 2001, a 19-year-old University of Otago student was killed when she and another student attempted to travel down the street inside a wheelie bin. The bin... I don't think I read that sombre in fact. No, I, I thought expect, you were quite I wasn't cheering. expecting it to go that way, if I'm honest. It was quite a <laughs> light-hearted story up until this <clears> point. In March 2001, a 19-year-old University of Otago student was killed when she and another student attempted to travel down the street inside a wheelie bin. What's was better? The bin collided with a parked trailer, killing her instantly and causing serious head injuries for the other student.
0: Bugger. The steepest hill, or the steepest residential street in the world... You, you just wouldn't, would you? It's no. a bad idea. UK wheelie bin wouldn't fit two students in. Yeah, it would. <laughs> how, many <bodies> you, <laughs> how many bodies have you had to dispose of? It would. You'd get two girls in a, in a wheelie bin. But I'm confident. Let, let's not probe into this. Let's just accept it and move on. That's how we ended up exiting Europe, by the way. <laughs>
2: so as a piece of advice, that's very poor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Stop reminding me of it, would you? Sorry. Spin your, spin your pokey wheel. Ooh, great shout. There you go. There you go. Instantly calm down. Do you want to know what I've got? Yep. I've got oh one pokeball and two great balls, but no ultra balls yet. Uh, but still, pretty good. We'll okay, keep. We'll keep an eye on it. Back in five more minutes. Yes. In
2: November two thousand and nine, three men were charged with disorderly behavior and dangerous driving after taking rides in a chili bin being towed behind a car down Baldwin Street.
0: It's an ice box, apparently. Ah.
2: Uh. There's a picture of a car parked on Baldwin Street, and mm. that's just, that's crazy. That's too steep.
0: Are you speaking like a New Zealander now. It's too steep.
1: <laughs> I've just Google mapped it to have a look and see what it's like. Oh, it is steep. I'm getting a bit tired looking at it. Oh, you've been climbing it with uh, that's Google. That's exactly um, Google, what I've been Google, doing. Yeah. There's little steps. People going down it are loving it, but going up it, that. Nah.
2: I, I think it, it looks so steep that even going down it looks a chore. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to really. Yeah, you'd, have to, like, you'd have to like. you have to put
1: all
0: the pressure on your toes to like. Yeah. Well, so it really seems work to be stepped all
1: the way down, which is quite good. All the way rather than just one slope. Mm. But still, I wouldn't live there.
2: Especially being New Zealand, what one thing that New Zealand's not short of is space to build houses on. They could have mm. just thought we won't bother putting a street there, we'll put it at the other side of town instead where
1: there's, there's loads of room. And they put all those hobbits. Yeah. Yes.
2: Beezin. Beezin. B-E-E-Z-I-N.
1: Beezin. Is that a cool kids thing. Cool street street youths. I'd imagine so, because there's no G. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they're beesin around.
2: Beezin is the practice of applying Burt's Bees brand lip balm, often menthol or peppermint flavoured... To one's eyelids.
1: Ooh. What? That's not what
2: it's for. It says lip balm, no, not
1: eyelids.
2: Th- Eyelips. <laughs> it's
1: kind of what your eyelids are. <laughs> I suppose, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so putting menthol or peppermint flavoured Burt's bees onto one's eyelids. The practice, well mimed there, Chris. Yeah, thanks. That, that was yeah. good. This practice, besides causing a stinging in the eyes, is claimed to induce or heighten the sensation of being drunk or high to create a state
1: or perceived state of enhanced alertness. You are alert. You would be. If you've got stingy stuff in your eyes, your eyes are going, it's danger, so you're alert. So I get it, but I don't think there's any fun in it. (laughs) I still remember the day that I got
0: original sources, quadruple X black mint, shower gel in my eye, and on my bell end. Tingle. It's just too much, too much. Too much tingle. Too much tingle. There's it, there's such a thing as too much tingle. And oh, that was it. There was no high. It's all lows for me.
1: It made you alert, though.
0: Alert to my lows,
1: yes. Oh. You should try drugs. <laughs> do you reckon? <laughs> well, the, these kids are obviously loving yeah, it.
2: Yeah, the kids. They're all sticking menthol in their eyes. <laughs> you stick menthol in
0: your lungs, so you can't talk. I don't smoke menthol cigarettes. So do you I smoke, think. like... Uh, something it twe, was it? <laughs> <I> <laughs> Dandelion Lion or something. Clove cigarettes. Clove cigarettes.
2: Like a uh, beat poet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indi- <laughs> indistinguishable indeed. Bees in started in two thousand or five. Has
1: anyone heard of this? This no, this is new i have never, heard of it, never no. even heard of this type of lip balm.
2: Oh I know, I'm aware of Bert's Bees. You know no, who that is. Yeah, I'm aware of Burt's Bees. He was a hippie fella that owned a farm and couldn't be bothered making the farm do anything in Found out he could make this lip balm, and he like sold it at the side of the road, and then uh, it
1: sounds suspicious.
2: It snowballed from there. So, Beezin started in 2005 or earlier. Videos of in were posted to YouTube starting in the 2010s, leading to the practice become something of a fad among American youths. Some commentators have claimed that practice is not widespread or is entirely made up, an example of a moral panic.
1: Oh. So chances are the kids didn't do it. So one kid did it. (laughs) Yeah. It's
2: for a laugh. Health professionals are generally sceptical of the habit with warned-of deleterious effects... I'm going to read that again as if I'm literate. With warned-of deleterious effects ranging from simple eye inflammation to pink eye and conjunctivitis. Pink eye, does that exist outside of the world of American TV? Does pink eye exist in the UK? I've never heard of anybody getting pink eye. Is it just like sharing something?
1: Like I imagine if you shared your burt's bees on your eyes, that's how you get something. Like, but I, I would have thought conjunctivitis would be that.
0: I've known a few people to have um, pink eye. Pink eye. How did they get it? I don't know. Bees in, bees in around. Bees mm. around. It's not. I don't think it's that different to conjunctivitis anyway. Same. Pretty much the same deal, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe we should find out. I've had conjunctivitis. Maybe that's.
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't play, you wouldn't go beesing with someone that's got conjunctivitis. Oh, it's oh. like sharing needles. Pink
2: eye oh, yeah. is conjunctivitis; they're the same thing. Right. That's why I'm not familiar with ah. it because yeah, we, just call, we it, just call it conjunctivitis because yeah. we can, you know, handle grown-up names for things. Yeah, yeah,
0: sure. It's a fucking aubergine, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is, yeah. If I got that right, yeah. You eggplant. have eggplant. Eggplant is yeah. an aubergine. Yeah, Oof. idiots. <laughs>
2: With bees in is also a possible gateway to riskier behaviors, like uh, just putting put some toothpaste on your earlobes, putting wasps in your mouth <laughs> some bongella, and you just you just dab it on your neck. <laughs> just, just dab a bit of bongella on your neck.
0: Phil you're wild.
2: yeah, just, just going crazy. What's that you got there? Phil? It's a bit of um it's some some hair gel. And I'm rubbing it into the soles of my feet to elongate my high.
1: Gross. How <laughs> will
0: Thanks for listening to Wiki Shuffle, episode eighty-five. Eighty-five. Well done, us. Uh, we'll be back next week for more. Will we?
2: Yeah. We will be back for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably time for you to check your PokeStop.
0: Yeah, I'm just checking it. I've got this time. Three Pokeballs, regular Pokeballs. And one great ball, which I think is the same as the last time. Uh, the first time you got that. No, I'm still, you know, I'm still happy that I can reach Pokeball, Pokestop from where I'm sitting. Yeah. Oh, it's a great day. It's a great day. It's a wonderful time. <gasps> I could have put a
2: lure on it. You could have put a lure on it, but it attracts all the other Pokemon. So. It's too late now. It attracts rare we're
0: Pokemon next time. It attracts rare Pokemon, and other people are able to see that rare Pokemon are being lured there. So you will see people gathering at the fountain.
2: I think you Like, you actually will. Honestly. No, you're you're underestimating the people of Kettering. I understand that this happens in Corby, but (laughs) the people of Kettering have got better things to do with their time. No,
1: they haven't
0: filled their scum. They will be be right there. I'm going to put it on next time I'm here, and we'll see. We'll talk about it next episode. So why not let us know
2: about your exploits in the world of Pokemon Go? we would love to hear from you because apparently one thing I can say about the people that are doing this Pokemon Go stuff is they bloody love talking about it. They mm-hmm. love talking about it. Uh, so, it's yeah, we'll, we'll have any feedback you might have there. Have you managed to catch yourself a Jinx? Yes, quite a few. You've caught a few Jinx? I'm um, bored already. of Jinx now. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's very, it's it's just such a novelty. It's, wow, i got this new Pokemon and then you catch it two more times You're know, for crying out loud. i sick of this it's the dickhead. The worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a roller coaster. It really is. I
2: think it's nice. I think it's nice that Pokemon Go is bringing the world together in such a difficult time. Although I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Not for at me. At the same time. That's it. Bye. <laughs> well, practice. It's not it. We haven't done the stuff that we're supposed to do. Come on, then. Listen to us at wikishuffle.co.uk where all of our past episodes are or follow us on Twitter at wikishufflepod or leave us a review on iTunes. No one's done that for a while. No, I miss them. We would like that a lot. Follow us on Facebook, that would be really nice as well. Um, Wikishuffle and um, drop us a line of any searches that you may have done, any random articles you might have stumbled upon that you think we might be interested in covering in the future.